Oh, hey there. Come on in. We're just about to start. Welcome to My Wife the Dietitian, a fun weekly podcast about nutrition and healthy lifestyle. I'm Rob, and together with my wife, Sandra, we invite you to join us on this informative and entertaining journey through the complex world of healthy eating. Join us each week as we strive to help you with transforming your overall health and relationship with food through up-to-date, evidence-based nutrition information. Do you find that you're too busy in your life to even consider meditating? Have you tried to meditate and found that your mind is jumping from thought to thought? Join Rob and I to learn about the ancient practice of meditation that can offer some welcome health benefits in today's hurried world. We highlight three factors for success. Meditation, three factors for success. Ah, yes, the meditation. So I'm not sure how many people listen to Sandra's uh, meditation from the Nutrition Nuggets uh, last week or the week before. Um, Struggling for your, with your meditation practice? Let me lull you to sleep. Yeah, that one. That's right. Um, yeah, so this is kind of, we thought we'd do a bit of an explanation of how meditation is, uh, is good for you. It's not nutrition, but it's still part of our health and part of things, uh, part of something we should have in a healthy lifestyle. So this is kind of uh, goes along with, with the little guided meditation that Sandra did. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the health benefits of meditation, challenges for many people, the types of meditation, factors for success, and diet to help. Oh, awesome. Diet to help your meditation? Just calm. Oh, yeah, I guess it's, it's like sleep, right? I mean, you, there's certain things that'll help you get into that state of mind, I suppose. Yeah. Right, so it is diet related. There you go. Yeah, there's some quotes that are pretty interesting, like one that I actually have on a little sticky note from Pascal. Uh, All of humanity's problems stem from humans' inability to sit quietly in a room alone. Oh, interesting. I love that one. It's so interesting because, I mean, we are all so busy and so overscheduled and fight and flight kind of, you know, daily chaos. It's totally true. And especially nowadays, you look at kids nowadays and they cannot, if you take their phone away from them, they don't know what to do with themselves. They're, they're just like lost. And I mean, we've all become like that too. We rely so much on, on being entertained all the time. And yeah, it's, it's difficult to sit and do nothing. Yeah, it really is. But it's so good for us. It's so good for us. And um, Robert Moore from the Moore Institute, sorry, the Monroe Institute, Robert Monroe, I am more than my physical body. And this simple acknowledgement has profound implications. And then Socrates, the unexamined life is not worth living. Oh, that's the classic. Yeah. But very, I mean, a lot of these quotes you hear, but you don't actually think about what they mean. So they definitely apply to what we're talking about today. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just, as I mentioned, like, I think a lot of people are so busy, they don't have time. And the biggest challenge for people that are starting out is kind of that monkey mind, like to empty your mind is just so difficult. To step off the wheel, off the hamster wheel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because that's what most of us are on. 
to, to a certain degree, um, at one point or another in our life, we're on that hamster wheel where we're just, we're just going, but we don't know why. And I think that the whole purpose of meditation and just some of these, what some of these quotes mean is just to step back and, and sort of just look at your life from the outside and get a different perspective. And it really highlights the things that are important and the things that aren't important. Yeah. And actually that exactly. And the thing is, if you don't have time, because life is too busy and overscheduled, if you meditate even for five minutes, that can give you back time. Yeah, it, it would, wouldn't it? Well, it's kind of like, you know, when you've got your computer and you've got all the windows open, like all these different links open, and then it just like freezes. I'm not like that, <laughs> but I understand because I know people who are like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yours was this morning, remember? It's because you were using it. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, yeah, it's like pushing control, alt, delete. And it's actually a good way to reset the brain and the mind and the body. Yeah, totally. And meditation can actually give you back time because it, it actually helps with problem solving and your creativity. It helps you bring new ideas to a situation or a problem that you're trying to solve by just, you know, taking a break and actually doing some visualization or doing a bit of a meditation practice. And it doesn't have to be for hours or anything like that. It can be even just a brief break. Yeah, it's kind of the same as, you know, like when parents, you know, instead of getting angry at the kids, it's like, okay, go and count to 10 and just let things simmer. It's the same. It does the same thing. It sort of just resets everything and gives you a new kind of focus and perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just uh, the overstimulation and just, you know, too much going on. And it just even you can see it in pets, too. Like when things get wound up, the pets get like they they take our energy on and they take our um, they can read our our body language and totally. Yeah. And a big part of it is the breathing. You know, like if you talk to someone who's nervous and, and speaks really quickly and, and the rhythm of their speech is quite, um, hurried. Yeah. The pace is, and their the breathing is shallow and rapid breathing. It increases the heart rate of that person and eventually their blood pressure because it decreases the level of carbon dioxide in the bloodstream. And then you have less oxygen going to the brain and the body. Right. For sure. And the person talking with that hurried person usually matches like they, their level and their pace matches that excited person. Yeah. They kind of get, they kind of pick up on that. And yeah, I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, breathing is a big part of it. So some of the health benefits, I mentioned a couple already, the problem solving, the creativity, like bringing new ideas to some difficult issue you're dealing with. Actually having a bit of meditation for a break can actually like help with seeing things differently. It's yeah. kind of like going for a walk. It is. Yeah. Just It's removing yourself from whatever situation you're in temporarily and coming back to it with fresh eyes, fresh everything. Yeah, absolutely. Just to bring fresh socks, <laughs> you know, maybe yeah. sometimes that helps too, right? That's right. Well, actually we will talk about that. Just the, um, one of the factors for success doesn't have to be socks, but <laughs> you're yeah, so well, I'm funny. curious now, where are we going with this? <laughs> yeah, funny. Um, 
Yeah. So also obviously better sleep. I mean, that's a, a good way to fall asleep if, um, you know, it's a, it's definitely a helpful way to start a nap uh, or just for a brief, you know, break or when you're going to sleep at night or if you're a shift worker in the morning and you have to sleep, whatever it is, just to have a quick little meditation to help your brain just slow down. Yeah. I like the guided meditations too, because it gives you something to focus on. Whereas without that, trying to do that yourself, I mean, I can't, my brain's all over the place and I wouldn't be able to, you know, I wouldn't be able to um, corral it, so to speak. Right. And I think that's, I think most people feel like a lot of people feel like that, especially if they're not used to a meditation practice. Yeah, exactly. It's a pretty, pretty common sentiment. But actually, um, when you're in that fight or flight mode, when you're, you know, overstimulated or you're stressed or anxious, meditation can bring you back into balance with helping reduce cortisol levels in the body. Okay. And it helps with uh, that negative thinking, that loop, the continual doubt or, you know, the self-talk that might be, oh, why did I do that? Or I'm such as, you know whatever you might say to yourself, all those kind of things can be helped with meditation. Oh, that's good to know. And when you mentioned uh, the visualization, that like the types of meditation, there's like an open style and a closed style. So the open style is focusing on something outside of the mind and body. For example, focus on the moon and it's more creative and active and it's, um, focusing something outside of you and even like outside of the the solar system like it's yeah yeah and then closed style is more the focus is inside the body or a specific part of the body so the one we did uh, last week the one I did is a body scan visualization so that's kind of the closed style and that's more like the head to toe some examples would be um you know, when you clench your fists and then release or clench every any part of your body and release and you do that throughout your your head to toe, that's another way to do a body scan. Like if you're not able to actually, like you can even do that if you're standing in line, you know, in the grocery store. And that helps to just center yourself to think, okay, I've got to get outside of my, my mind and and connect my mind and body. And just by you know, it helps with like thinking where your shoulders are up by your ears and you might be so stressed that, you know, posture is huge, right? Oh, so it's, it's a big part of it. Yeah. You don't realize that when you're stressed that your body totally tightens. So it feels so good to just let it all go. And yeah. And if you clench and then release, then you realize, wow, oh yeah, I am really tight or I am really um, clenched or whatever. Because mm-hmm. if you actively go through your body and do each part of your body like that, that actually really um, brings attention to what's going on and the energy in your body. Yeah, good uh, good advice. And also uh, there's creative visualizations such as like walking through a meadow or walking on a beach or walking through the forest. And there's, um, I think I might do that in the future for one of those five minute or 10 minute um, meditation practices that we used to we could do, do. We could do like a, a nutrition related one of like walking through a grocery store. <laughs> That's hardly, yeah. Uh, Imagine you're walking through no. the milk section. <laughs> That's oh, not very, um, <laughs> gently grab some milk. That's and, not calming or peaceful. Hmm. 
No, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we used to do that. We had a, um, in our work, we had groups for people that are dealing with chronic pain and it was like a six week program. And part of that was doing these visualizations. And so I would like guide people through, you know, walking through the meadow and, you know, it was about a 10 minute type of story. And by the end, I would say, open your eyes and and people would kind of be like, whoa, I fell asleep or where am I? Where am I? Like, that really worked. And oh, and they just loved it. So, uh, yeah, I thought, well, that's uh, that's one that we could do in the future on this. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're pretty good. They're pretty effective. It's just finding the one that works for you, but they definitely do help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the factors for success, the so three factors for success. Number one we talked about already is breathing and um, just, you know, taking those deep breaths and using like posture is really important so that you've got the right posture and you're upright or lying down on a bed whatever works or wherever you are, but the breathing and posture all go together. They totally do, yeah. And the second uh, factor for success is comfort. So having the environment to be comfortable and that's where the socks come in. Like for some oh, people okay. that means taking your shoes off and so that you you know you don't have the constriction of your feet and just to have more uh, loose-fitting clothing. Yeah, like especially if you're at work or something and you're on your lunch hour and you want to have a quick little break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, it's good to make sure that wherever you're doing it, you're safe to be able to kind of check out for a bit. Yeah, exactly. And uh, number three is for factors for success is uh, the lack of stimuli or like a sense of silence. Yeah. So either create that if you're in a loud space, sort of have some, like put on some headphones or something or, you know, close the windows if you're, you know, beside an airport and there's planes flying by or whatever you can do to make a quiet, peaceful room without distractions. Exactly. A sense of quiet or a sense of silence because that's just, you need that lack of stimuli to help with the meditation practice. I want to mention that research shows that, say, um, there's there is an example of people that didn't sleep well at night for whatever reason. They wake up and feeling tired and groggy, and a ten minute meditation in the morning after they wake up, it can help a person feel rested. Even the brain scans and the lab results all indicate it's like they got an eight hour good quality sleep versus the um, the people that woke up groggy, tired, and didn't meditate, and then they had cognitive deficiencies after the sleepless night with the poor qual- or poor quality sleep. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought that it would it would sort of um, physically actually. Yeah. Oh, oh that's interesting. Because yeah. often I'll wake up thinking that I've had a good sleep and and you feel kind of groggy, and but the last thing I would think is okay, I need to go lay down somewhere peaceful and. Because it's like, well, I just did that, and it didn't work. But uh, it's but it's, it's not. It's it's different. different than sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. I would I would have assumed you know like after you've had a busy day, then it's a good time to meditate because you need to kind of bring yourself back down. But yeah, it's interesting to think that it's effective right after you get out of bed. Yeah, right. Uh, right after waking, you don't even have to get out of bed. True. 
Yeah, you can do it in bed huh. and um, before you get up. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Meditation, there, there's more and more evidence to uh, show that it's uh, really restorative and really helps with um, that bringing the feeling of calmness and peace and bringing back your connection with your body and your breath and feeling the deep inner peace and showing kindness is always a choice. So we can choose to be angry or we can choose to be like bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, the glass is half empty or half full, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that mindset really affects a lot and, and a lot of how your body feels too, right? Yeah, exactly. And how you hold like your the stress in the body and how it can affect long term, you know, different conditions and chronic diseases and um, autoimmune conditions. And, you know, there's, there's so much to it. So trying to meditate is, you know, even just trying, like, if you've never done it, just, you know, once a week, or just try to, um, it's kind of like taking a nap, it's just restorative, and it's a break, and it can actually five minute meditation can do the trick. Yeah. I remember when I was in high school, I took a, a class in the uh, teacher. We did this in the class one day and the teacher uh, turned out the lights. It was like a theater arts class or something. So it was a, it, it was like a carpeted floor and a big open space. And we all laid on the floor and closed our eyes and he, he shut the lights out and nobody really knew what was happening. And then he started doing this guided meditation and, and I think he did like pretend like you, there's water like coming into your, like filling your body up and you can feel it coming in your hands and up your arms and all this. Right. And, and it was probably 20 minutes and holy cow, like when we were finished, I felt like a brand new person. It was amazing. That's so cool. And the first time I'd ever done, it's probably the first time a lot of people had done something like that. Cause it was kind of back before meditation was kind of trendy and, um, it was a really interesting experience, effect experience. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, instant results. Yeah. It's pretty um, um, incredible. eh? And it's, uh, I think people just think, oh, I'm too busy. Like that just seems like so like. Yeah. I don't have time for it. But like Sandra said before, I mean, if you do this, you're going to like open up so much more time because you'll be more effective. Yes. After. Yeah, and they're showing that, that it, it actually works that way. So it's pretty incredible. And I think uh, it's really worthwhile trying again if you've tried and it didn't work. Yeah, just try try something that, try a different type or Yeah, oh something. yeah, and there's tons of um, apps that uh, are free that can help with your meditation practice, like Calm. Oh, like the names of the apps you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah maybe Headspace. We'll, just, we'll list them in the show notes. And the other thing too is... Um, Finding someone who has a voice that you find pleasant, because there's nothing worse than listening to someone that's kind of grates on your nerves and you're they're trying to like lull you into this like meditative state. So find someone who's got a, a pleasant voice, like Sandra. <laughs> Thanks. Not, well, for some people, maybe. Yeah. All right. Do you want to talk about food? Because you said there was some diet related stuff we can do to help us. Yeah, it's... Uh... You know, I think quick fixes are sometimes what people do when they're over scheduled, busy, and they are feeling like, oh, I'm I'm having a bit of a, like I need a, a pick me up. 
So drink a pop or, you know, a sugary drink, a coffee that's loaded with sugar. Totally. And those things can elevate the mood momentarily, but then they can actually cause lethargy and tension in quite a short time period. So yeah, yeah, for it's sure. It's like that quick little boost, but then worse later. So it's actually, it's important to try to include fruit at breakfast if you can, vegetables at lunch and dinner, so vegetable or salad at both uh, later meals in the day. And, you know, for snacks, uh, try fruits or nuts and seeds, whole grains, vegetables, instead of the ultra-processed foods like chips or the, donuts. The quick, or the quick the, fix foods, yeah. Yeah, the highly processed and sugary foods, because those things, as I mentioned, they cause that quick pick-me-up and then crash. And sometimes, it, like when you go, I, I used to feel that I needed a coffee mid-afternoon, and probably if I had just had a little 10-minute meditation, I might have been able to achieve the same effects of sort of the recharge, you know, that, that you're looking, wanting the coffee to do. Yeah. And then the thing is having a coffee in the afternoon for some people that might mean that they won't get a good quality sleep. Exactly. It was, it was all, I mean, I sleep way better now, partly because I probably don't have caffeine coursing through my, my system, but I, uh, yeah, I changed up a few other things in my life. So I don't feel like I need that coffee mid afternoon. Yeah, we talked a lot about um, that in Better Sleep, episode 16. And also there was one on coffee. Coffee, yeah. Coffee, yeah. So there's a little bit more about that on episode... It's like 45 or something. Not too long ago. Episode 45. Yeah, look at me. Is that what you just said? Okay, sorry. It's really improved my memory. (laughs) It sounds like. Yeah. So is there anything else uh, that you wanted to say about meditation or the... food part. This is kind of just a brief overview, I guess, of, uh, like it's not, it's not too deep, but it's, it's just a brief overview and just give it a try. It's, it definitely works. And, uh, we just sort of wanted to explain what we started there with Sanders guided meditation. So you understand where that came from. Yeah. I, and partly it's because we did it um, years ago in that group and it was so effective. And since then I've been kind of doing this myself and I use different apps and well, now I just listen to myself because it worked for That's me. That's so funny. <laughs> lull Sand- myself to sleep and lull you to sleep sometimes. Yeah. Sandra's the queen of power naps. I I think I've told you guys this before, but she'll, um, she'll have uh, an hour lunch break and then she's got to go back to work and it'll be like, she has to be back at work at one and it's like 10 to one. And she's like, okay, I'm just going to have a quick nap. I'm like, what do you mean? Don't you have to go back to work? And like, how, how do you nap and leave and all that in the next 10 minutes? And sure enough, she goes into the bedroom for like seven minutes and comes out completely like recharged and ready to go. And I'm like, ah, it's amazing. I don't know how you do that, but it works. <laughs> so it funny. works. And she's really good at it. So she's, she's proof. Give it a try. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I'm jealous. I wish I could do that. I think a lot of people are jealous. You could do it. Uh, yeah, I suppose. I Like I said, my brain is, uh, it'd take me 20 minutes just to like offload all the things that are on my mind before I could get in a state where I could just focus on doing nothing and thinking of nothing. You could take 30 minutes then. Yeah, maybe. 20 minutes to clear your head and then 10 just, minutes for the meditation and then wake up and, and you're back at it. Does daydreaming count, do you think, as meditation? Because it's kind of similar if you think about it. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder too. It's a very good question. It's pro- Yeah. 
I don't know. I did see something about that online. Oh, really? Yeah, like a sailing example, actually. Oh. So meditation is a little like sailing. You observe the great forces of water and wind, holding the tiller and main sheet. You align your boat with these forces, putting it into a smooth motion, but you are still. And then daydreaming is you let go of the sheet and tiller, loosening the controls. You remain still, but let the boat drift aimlessly. So it's a little like daydreaming. Huh. Sounds a little more like mayhem, but I guess uh, it depends on the conditions, I suppose, of the sailing. Well, that's cool. funny that you said mayhem because that's another, I've, I saw another kind of definition that said meditation is when the mind is calm and peaceful, whereas daydreaming, it's like the mind's entertainment, which can stir up all kinds of emotions. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. Like you, you definitely, your brain is bouncing all over the place. When you're daydreaming, you're yeah. sort of, yeah, controlling. It's more of like a chain of random thoughts and images. Yeah, yeah. Depending on your experience combined with your imagination. Yeah, interesting. Versus meditation is like a deep level. Um, it's absent of discursive thoughts and mental activities. So it's hmm. more focused, I guess. Yeah. I do daydream a lot about sailing. So maybe I, maybe I am meditating a lot too. That's why I'm so mellow and laid back. <laughs> that's right <laughs> well it's it's perfect because I'm pretty um, you're pretty happy I'm happy and I am very active and um, you always used to call me the energizer bunny because I just I can get a, like I, I'm very productive and get a lot done but then that's why I need those breaks the meditation the naps or whatever just to Sandra's like a puppy <laughs> she's like super happy and super full of energy, and then she crashes, and then she's good to go again, and she's all happy and positive and full of energy. Yeah, our puppy's kind of like that, eh? Totally. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, I like puppies. <laughs> well, most, they, most, most people like puppies, so so there you go. Thank goodness. You're so funny. Um, that's a weird way to end, but anyways, <laughs> all right. Thanks for that. We'll put um, some of this information in the show notes. Absolutely. Actually, I think all those meditation apps... I think I've got six, five or six in the show notes already. So Yeah, there you go. And guess, guess what else? I'm going to remind you to look at YouTube because we're uh, still on YouTube, having some fun, haven't done any crazy videos yet, but we will. And Facebook, Instagram, our website. It's got lots of good blogs on there. Uh, if you haven't been there, it's mywifethedietitian.com. So check that out. And yeah, we'll be back. Wednesday with some nutrition nuggets for you and the meditation apps are calm headspace insight timer unplug simple habit and bootify bootify that's the one I'd go to and this sounds fun yeah all right everyone go chill out meditate have a fun week and we will talk to you again soon thanks Rob all right Thanks for joining us today on My Wife the Dietitian. If you like what you heard, don't be shy. Leave us a comment or review and be sure to share our podcast with your friends. If you'd like to hear more, hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our social media pages for updates, episode trailers, and other odds and ends. For more info and links on what we discussed on today's episode, check the show notes. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun-filled episode. Thank you.